0: Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out. With your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Varying States of Bad. I'm not sure how long my computer has been playing lo-fi hip-hop in the background, but I'm guessing for many, many hours. I mean... You say that like it's a bad thing.
1: Well, hey, okay, and I'm here to tell you <laughs> that that is not true <laughs> at all, right? Uh, it's great, is it exactly is what you need, right? It's very nice. definitely one of the things in rotation for classroom music,
0: right? It's fine. So, yes. well, okay. I just was unexpected, it, w- it was playing unexpectedly in my headphones when I put them on. Uh, uh that's, a- that's all. <laughs>
1: There's a bit of a problem with the uh, like streaming version, right? Like either the the live YouTube thing or just like the Spotify deal because it's just like infinite.
0: (laughs) Oh, I know. Yeah, that YouTube channel, uh, Lo-Fi Girl. uh, Yeah. It's just, it's literally never ending. Uh, Which is excellent. It's very (laughs) nice. Yeah. (laughs) When I'm when I'm writing, I'll put it through my my computer speakers, and the kids will sit in the office with me, and they'll just be sitting and listening, and we're all jamming out to some lofi hip hop. So those are recommended. Yeah, lofi. Yeah, it's all good. Sometimes you just, I turn
1: on in the classroom when we're doing like uh group work stuff. Not if we're like reading, obviously, because that's not not everybody likes to have sound when they're reading. It's distracting, right? But yeah, either that or like. 80s like synthwave stuff or like vaporwave Mm -hmm. stuff. That's good background music too. Yeah.
2: Or if you're playing,
1: uh, Silent Ball at recess, Sonic Two soundtrack. Uh, highly recommend. (laughs) (laughs) Oddly specific. Hey, it's It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's okay. It's Um, fine. fine. fine.
0: (laughs) Oh. Yeah, I was, um, I don't know. Are you, a, are, you, are you a, I mean, obviously you are if you're doing the lo-fi hip-hop two stuff, but you're a music-while-you-work kind of person in some aspects? It depends on what I'm doing, right? Like, sometimes,
1: yeah. Um, if it's relatively, like, menial,
2: yes. But if it's something on which I must, like, concentrate a lot, no. Mm-hmm. because I will
1: concentrate and get distracted by the music. And so, like, if I do it in my class, like, when I, sometimes I turn on in my class when I'm, like, grading stuff, you know, like, whatever. And I'll turn, but I only turn on, like, really low. Like, I'm talking, like, barely audible. Just mm-hmm. enough that there's, like, a, a noise, right? I keep the volume, when I do stuff like that, I keep the volume, like, way down. And if I'm doing like big things like if i'm like reorganizing my closet then i just crank it all the way up and it doesn't matter right <laughs> but <laughs> so it sort of depends on the concentration level right that's why for group work i'll just turn on the background of the class like quiet so like it's kind of there mm. but I, I find that like if there's like some like small amount of noise like the kids don't get as loud all the time right oh it's just they're like aware that there's like something going on so they'll kind of like talk and they'll kind of listen and stuff but like it doesn't all so some group it depends like some people just are oblivious but like sometimes it helps to keep the noise level down but again if we're doing like a reading project i don't turn any music on because it gets distracting right trying to like read and like there's stuff there so i don't do that
0: yeah I am um, I think it depends on kind of music too. I've found that uh a lot of the music written for like video games is really excellent for having on in the background such that it won't be distracting. Because oh, yes.
1: It's have not Have you listened have you listened to like theater. those like uh like ambient like Skyrim music things or whatever like that. It'll be like the video game music from Skyrim but like mix with stuff and they'll just play that on loops. That's yeah. A bit too.
0: Yeah. Well because recommend that's, that <laughs> <laughs> that's that's there to take up time and there's not like you know in Skyrim and you know, those big open world players, like you could just walk around endlessly. Yes. Uh so that music kind of needs to yeah. stretch, yes, stretch it. <laughs> stretch it a bit. Yeah. You have yeah,
1: it's like there to fill space, you know. So uh, it's really good for that. So, yes, yeah, some of those are really good. I do that too. I play some of those sometimes, depending on the day, right? I just now <clears throat> my work YouTube feed is just full of those, like my recommended page, whatever. Yeah. It's just like full of that stuff. So, it's just like, a, hmm, let's listen to this. Or,
2: oh, let's listen
1: to this. Or, oh, what about this?
2: <clears throat> and so, I just find, I just click on a bunch of that random stuff. That's so very nice. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Have I told you about
1: the other YouTube channel, music channel that I listen to sometimes? No. Have you talked about this before? I think this was on my list of things to bring up at some point. Okay. It never came up. So here it is. Have I talked to you about my analog journal? No. Bro. Okay. Listen. Uh, (laughs) This dude's YouTube channel. It's like live DJ mixes. Where he now apparently he'll just like be in his house or just, like guest DJs, and it's
2: all vinyl stuff. And they
1: play crazy mixes, like one set will just be like Japanese city pop, right? Ooh. Or one will be like
2: Turkish funk. Wild, or yeah, it's.
1: Incredible!
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I'm looking at at uh, Afro-Cuban funky grooves. Oh yeah, that's a good
1: one. Why? Oh right, there is some amazing stuff on there. The the mixes and stuff, and some of the random. Like, I, first of all, I have no idea where people go about finding this kind of. Record. I think the dude is based in London, maybe, and then like his friends or guest people are from all over, and they just do these these mixes and like yeah, Afro-Cuban Cuban uh, records from South Africa, nineteen seventy two to two thousand one, right? <laughs> Brazilian samba grooves, uh, Asian grooves like just it's they're they're amazing uh Mm -hmm. so that i listen to that sometimes because the stuff on there is it's just amazing like some of that music is so incredible it's like random stuff that you've never heard before so uh it's great yeah and it's very visually pleasing because they have uh these overhead shots of the turntables with the big mixer in the middle very aesthetically the whole channel is very aesthetic right if you notice the thumbnails like I don't know how all these people have so many plants in their apartment that was
0: the thing I was gonna there's lots of plants everywhere lots of plants everywhere it's a little weird house plants Um, house party I guess
1: yeah and it's like it's it would make so the weird part is like if it was just all in his apartment it would make more sense right but a lot of these people are other people's apartments and they also are just full of house plants Mm. So I don't know if eccentric vinyl record collecting and house go together, or <laughs> what yeah. what the common denominator is here. It's just a music. it's just a vibe. Just a vibe. I mean, yeah, vibes music with vibes and like an overabundance of house plants. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be a thing. As a person who has like two house plants, and by <laughs> I I mean <laughs> Susan. Um, this is a very <laughs> yes this is an aesthetic of which with which I am not
2: very familiar you know I understand. Um, so like
1: <laughs> I inherited the uh, of from like dad where it's like oh no nope, can't can't deal with it I don't so know it's, like, <laughs> it's got it's got
0: quite a few houseplants going on he, these days He has
1: quite a few but they're always either too wet or
0: too dry there's like never <laughs> any <laughs> well <laughs> I don't know. He bought those. He bought five spider plants because they were on sale, and he was like, "They." they <laughs> I was told they were good for oxygen. <laughs> so yes, only our father would impulse buy
1: greenery, right? Like that's <laughs> really not. Maybe dad just needs to start streaming his record collection, and yeah, he'll be he'll just fit right in,
0: right? I, you know what. I think this is, we'll, we'll bring this up to him over the All holidays. Right. I'm sure that he'll, he, he would just love that so much. He would just be like,
1: what?
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> be very happy. But <laughs> so yeah, so how, anyway,
1: yeah, how did my analog you, journal, you should definitely check it out.
0: So this is one of those things of, uh, was this an algorithmic find? Uh, how did this matriculate oh yeah, itself into your life? It was one of
1: those things where like, it was definitely algorithmic. And like, it was one of those where like, I was listening to, because I like, I like to listen to only instrumental music during things like this. Yeah. Right. And so that's what I like. And so I look for that stuff, but the algorithm recommended this to me. And so um, a lot of the records are non-English, right? And so that (sighs) doesn't bother me. Right. So if they're singing in Turkish, I don't care. (laughs) Because I'm not distracted by the, it just becomes part of the rhythm. Sure. Cause I don't understand it. Right. Or if they're singing in Japanese or Brazilian, you know,
2: Portuguese or something
1: like then my brain does not latch on and try to understand what they're saying. Right. Because no matter what, if I'm listening to music in English, and I hear words, my brain stops focusing on what I'm doing and tries to focus on what they're saying all the time. Sure. I can't stop it. So instrumental music or music that is not English is what I prefer to listen to when I am working because I can just kind of get in the zone with the rhythm.
2: And then that's all I need. Right. I don't, it's less distracting
1: for me. To have non English stuff. So there is yeah. like English stuff on this, and there obviously, and I listen to that like during different times, but where sometimes it's not so bad. But it's just, it was just like an algorithmic thing that popped up in my quest to find stuff like that to listen to while I work. Mm. So just to like have on in a classroom. Cause like during plan time, like if, like today I was adding questions to my test, right?
2: And so, instead of sitting in the middle of the classroom in like dead silence, I was listening to like random '80s retro wave playlist,
1: right? Yeah, or, or as one like does, yeah, as one does, right? <clears throat> it was a very awesome. Like today was a little more. Today, the last few days have been like very overcast, right? So like very like post-rocky instrumental guitar stuff day is what that day was like, but I was like, like very chill, like, so <clears throat> that's what we did today. Um, but yeah, stuff like that. Sometimes I play this, that at work, uh, my analog journal at work too, like during my, when I'm working time, just cause it's like different and interesting. And so <clears throat> it's also very important to play only instrumental, instrumental music at work. Especially if I've never heard it before. Because. (laughs) Right. You have to be very careful about what is being said. (laughs) Yeah. So I also don't listen to a lot of Spanish language music at work. Just because. Right. I have a lot of students that speak Spanish. And if I'm not paying attention and they just like say something that's like very inappropriate. Which, you know, could happen if it's like hip hop or something. Like. Don't want to be like
0: throwing that out
1: there. <laughs> so we got to, mm, we got to be calm with this. Stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and with given how some things are, it's like, well, I'm, yeah, you just can't risk, just can't risk it. <clears throat> yes. Yes. That's true.
1: Oh, <clears throat> which is, which is good, which is another reason why sometimes Stoner Rock still makes it in my playlist <laughs> because that <laughs> instrumental stuff is just like blues riff. With fuzz, so it's like mm, fine, whatever it's
0: <laughs> oh uh speaking of the um we recently talked about a uh, where certain phrases make you think of certain things um i just it just happened uh I said risk it um i for the biscuit no yeah, risk it for a biscuit, <laughs> yeah yep that yeah, that's it's it's almost every time that i uh say that word now. Yes,
1: It happened to me again the other day and I was going to bring it up and I forgot what it was that Susan said,
0: <laughs> but anyway, anyway, back to, back to the topic of, of, um, I, I think that you know, as much as damage, uh, algorithms can do for many particular reasons online and in social media, uh, man, whoever's writing the, the, uh, YouTube, like, uh, music recommendations or even on like Spotify, those algorithms. And and I guess that's because uh it's 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 very not I mean music isn't really formulaic, but how things are categorized. Yeah. And, and artists and how they're grouped, like that's a very easy and very small problem set as well, of like, oh, you listen to this person. This other person <laughs> is categorized in these same ways. You may like them. Uh that that is one of the really neat things about uh the the interwebs that we get is those kind of good recommendations. Yeah, that's true cuz like did i
1: know that i like like japanese funk music? No. But do i now? Absolutely, right? This is like a thing. <laughs> As it turns things out happens or like there's several like really just random things that like i would never would have heard ever.
2: And, like, uh, it brought it up, and then now it's great. Um, if I can remember the name of this.
1: I don't know. I won't be able to remember it. It's on my work computer. There's, like, some bands like that. They're just, like, some artists or something where it's, like, I. there's no way I would have found yeah. this normally, right? But because it just, like, showed up here, and I was, like, huh, what's that? And I clicked on it, so. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that is a uh, quite
1: quite good stuff. <laughs> this is what makes me angry about like the like the YouTube shorts and like TikTok things, right? Because it appears to have absolutely no just oh. screening at all. It's just like completely random. The YouTube shorts specifically because I don't do TikTok, right? But I every once in a while I investigate the shorts just because I want to know what in the world's happening. Uh and it helps me understand what the heck my kids are talking about half the time. But <clears throat> there's literally no rhyme or reason for what it's going to show you in a given day. Right? Yeah. Like it will just show you just one day, you'll just get like a whole bunch of like one thing, and then like a couple days later, it'll be like a whole bunch of
2: something else. And it's like there's no reason.
1: Like some it's been showing me like everything from like uh you know hip hop interviews. I I don't know. Um men's fashion get ready with me's, which are that they're terrible, by the way. That's a whole other thing. I, I don't know what's happening with that. Uh like some someday it's like giant dudes working out. I mean, these are clearly not tailored for me because none of these things are what I want to look at. Uh like <laughs> No. Right, right? Like, right. What?
2: <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, it it's just
1: like, it's just really, really strange. Like, and I have no clue what it's doing or how it propagates this list of stuff to show you because it's just the most random stuff mm.
2: ever. <laughs> and I'm sorry, men's get ready with
1: me. I am not carrying a tote bag. This is not happening. I don't know what oh. this is, but I'm no, no, thank you. <clears throat> you can try to tell me tote bags are fashionable all you want. I don't care. Get it out of here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll go the messenger bag. Uh, I'll vote for that, but not like. a not a tote bag. <laughs> Again, it's okay. Me being a grumpy old man now,
1: uh, since I'm old man now, but like, no. What is? What are you doing?
2: Also, oh. why would you wear like oatmeal sweater and light tan
1: pants? Why? When did, no, you can't do monochromaticism. It's not cool. Oh no, it's I all the rage it. now. It's all the rage. Know, which is it's upsetting because I can't. I don't like it. I think sure. it looks
2: weird. So I can't. I don't understand why you would want to do that. Like wear
1: taupe on taupe on taupe with brown like what, mm. what
0: are you doing <laughs> it's really more of a commentary of our current social environment and the representation of uh, <laughs> the monochrome
1: anyway no it's I mean it might be if you're like I mean in nowhere in any of these videos does it say the word Bauhaus or anything like that so I'm not sure <laughs> well I don't think they wouldn't know I mean... it might you never know <laughs>
0: <laughs> or not anyway <laughs> yeah i uh uh that's interesting i yeah, I do like um i do like those again those, those algorithms they're good uh they recommend very good uh, uh youtube videos it, for the um, music ones are good music yeah. ones are good the uh youtube ones whenever you start venturing off to that what do they say or how many uh how many steps away from finding Hitler or whatever it is these days? It's not. Mm-hmm.
1: It's not <laughs> Especially with Elon running Twitter, it's like one step. Boom! There
0: it is. Oh look, <laughs> look, look! He's just trying to figure it all out, man. That's all he's doing. He's just t- yeah, it's it's what
1: it is. <clears throat> is it's an extremely hard pushback between society deciding they don't like racism, and all the racist people being like, "What's not fair." That's not cool. Come on, guys. I thought we were all about free speech here, and then that's what happens. Like that's what
3: <laughs> it is. Like,
1: anno- no,
0: no, no, no. That's not how this works. Like, listen, there's... I'm say it. Is very annoying um, for me. Uh, the you just said the phrase free speech, and how that is has become such a dog whistle for various parties and affiliates, it really and it does where it's like. I have to, when somebody says the word free speech, my brain goes, I like free speech. And then I have to take that huge step back and go, what do you mean by free speech? What are you trying to communicate with that phrase? The other one, the other one that's really frustrating to me is when people start talking about the other word that's been co-opted in various aspects, and it means it's so layered with things now, it's just the simple word freedom. There are groups of of people that when they say the word freedom, they don't mean the same thing as the other group that says the word freedom. And so it's very easy to sit there and get your head nodding along, going, uh huh, yeah, no, I agree that. And then you take a second to look into the person speaking and you're like, no, <laughs> never mind.
1: <laughs> That's- yeah, this is where it gets real gray and like really gross and ridiculous. Like, I don't want to go into specifics here, but like, it's okay. You know, just like, these very odd things about like, like oh, well, uh, why are you mad that I said this about you? Uh, but it's freedom. Like, no, no, no stop. Like, you're, you're like, <laughs> yeah, when one side is saying, I have the freedom to be included. And the other side is saying, I have the freedom to not include you. Right. This is where this is where the problem happens. (laughs) Insert anything here. Right. Again, I like to say things like,
2: "Imagine if I would like
1: never speak to you again if you said that you liked ketchup on your hot dog." Right. This is like this is the you know here's your example. Right. If you say,
2: "I like ketchup on my hot dog," and I say, "I don't like ketchup on my hot dog." right? Those two things are
1: just, you know, if they just exist, you know, it's fine. Whatever. But when one person starts telling the other one how they have to eat their hot dog, this is where it gets all wonky and strange. Because one group will say, like, I have the right to not eat ketchup. And the other group says, no, you have to eat ketchup. Like, What? No. Wait. but What? What
2: What are we talking about? yeah well
0: that's a i i don't know it's it's very interesting to see and reflect on that and having i mean i'm 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 pretty apolitical most days um in life, but I don't have a long history of being deeply involved or being aware of national or global politics I don't have a whole lot to compare to so this is very interesting to me when people start talking about how Things have become more and more polarized um, and that lack of there's the, people discuss and, and share about their their concerns for the lack of civility on both sides. Right. That's the other thing. And this is not a both sides ism kind of argument. There are literally people who on both sides or all sides of the aisle complain about the lack of civility. And it makes, yeah. it, 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 makes and it
1: well, it's hard when the issues get much more complex than we catch up. <laughs> Right, then hot dog toppings. Yes. But if, you, like I said earlier, if you have a group that's going, I have a right to be included in society. And the other group is saying,
2: I don't want you anywhere near me.
0: Right. right. Like my belief Th-
2: structure is it. such that you are offensive to me for whatever reason. Yeah. Like the fact that society
1: has gone, that's not cool maybe that's not great. Uh, And there's like this really big pushback of like, you can't censor me. You can't tell me what to do. Like, right. I was just telling you that maybe you should, (laughs) you should like be more inclusive. No, you can't like, you know what I mean? Like there's this huge pushback with like, like society and stuff is saying like,
2: "Mm, maybe this is not great. Uh, And the, the people that are like fervent, believers in something like that get very distressed because they're on the other end now right like if forever
1: you've been on the end where you are societies with you right you've been on the quote winning side you know and then all of a sudden it's, it feels to you overnight that everyone has changed their mind you get defensive
2: right that's
0: Yeah. Well, and then you, then there's the, yep. Yeah, am I, am I in the majority? If I'm not in the majority, am I in the, am I still in power? Am I, um, what do I, what do I have control over? What do I not have control over? Uh, it, yeah, it gets very, uh, it does get muddy very, very quick and it is, yeah. So so I mean I'm I'm glad I'm not in charge of keeping civility uh amongst the, <laughs> the globe because that yeah, you know
1: <laughs> Yes. Right. Like there's just lots of examples of that. And then and then like you're also not allowed to like change your mind. Like if you were one way before and you change your mind and are a different way now, people will like make fun of you because you were the other way before. Like you're not allowed to change your mind, you know, which is also odd. Like if you, you know, do something, people are like, no, you can't do that because you did this before. That's, we're not like a static system, right? We're not just going to sit
2: here and be the same forever. <laughs> we're doing something. We're trying to
0: change things, right? Yeah. And making, and that, that, that change, uh, that, that process takes, um, takes time and takes some understanding of, of what because uh, that is scary to be part of in in the midst of change, going, okay well, what was my role? I think you know kind of what you were saying there of like well, I was quote unquote in power in the majority, now what's my new role, or what does it look like for me now to be in this this world as things are changing in and around and uh for for various reasons, yeah, uh, and it's easy to get um defensive or um lash out and things I think that where that term kind of you know, the imagery of clinging to power kind of comes in uh, and all the fallout that happens from that.
2: Yes. Yeah, I agree.
1: It's like the, the, it feels a little bit last gaspy for some of these things. I hope that's true. I don't know if that's true or not, but I'd like to hope that it's true. Like I, I like to hope that like some of these, like just like really overtly like racist things are just like, the, the dying breath, right? Like, <laughs> I would like to think that. It's probably not true, but, uh, you know.
0: <laughs> you never, never know, unfortunately. <laughs> yes, yes, it's true. Anyway, away from this. Um... <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: So, away from that controversial topic, to I have thoughts on the World Cup. Right, you ready <laughs> now? Not what you might be thinking. Okay, I'm not. Gonna, uh, I don't really who, have any. Who knows? About that.
0: Who knows? World Cup. Okay, here we go. We're transitioning. What, I. What is? Happening? I want to talk
1: to those U.S. soccer fans out there. Ooh. I want to talk to you for a minute. <clears>
2: okay, <throat> hey, listen. I know. Maybe you're new to this. Maybe this is the first time you watch the World Cup first time. I'm happy. This is exciting. (laughs) Welcome. However, before
1: the World Cup started, we just finished like the first knockout round, by the way. So it's been going on for a little bit now. Yeah. Before the World Cup started, I read all these things like U.S. predicted to go far in World Cup. (laughs) How far can the U.S. men's national team go? (laughs) All these like player biographies and stuff. And all about the strengths of the U.S. soccer team.
2: <clears throat> cool. Guys. What?
1: What are you doing? Now, now that you've had your dose of realism. Now that you've watched the World Cup for the first time and watched the U.S. men just barely make it out of the group play, which was, I was surprised, made it out of the group and then just get demolished by the Netherlands. Come on.
2: Right. Guys, we have to talk about
1: the severe... The the United States has suffered for a very long time, right? Since at least 2010, from a lack of a
2: striker. Like a true number nine player, right? So, in soccer parlance, uh,
1: when we think about these things, like numbers, the jersey numbers... Are not just arbitrarily put out there, right it's not like basketball. we're like, I want to be number forty okay, seven sure whatever right <clears throat> They have a role to play in the system, right like a number one is the goalie, okay, the number two right has a job the number three has a job, right? these are like your backs. Right, your wing backs and your center in your center backs, right? They have a, a role to do. Yeah. Depending on your system, that role changes slightly, but there is a job, right? You have an attacking back and you have the wing backs that push forward. You have the midfield. You have usually a guy who's like a real defensive minded player. You have that midfielder that's like pushing and aggressive and overlapping runs with the, the wing backs and these kind of things, right? The number nine role is the striker. Now, that's different from the forward, right? The number, like, you know, uh, like tens. It can be a a forward, right? Seven, eight, nine. Those are generally your forward roles, you know? There, a lot of these guys that we watch play soccer, the ones that we think like, oh my gosh, they're so amazing. Your Ronaldo's, your Messi's, You're like, if you're a U.S. soccer fan, uh, Christian Pulisic, right? Not a number nine. Okay. Mm. They're dynamic players. They can move the ball. Really interesting. They're forward players. They're fast, dynamic ball movement, really good shooting. But they're not striker. Mm. Right. And the U.S. has not had a striker. And a striker, a number nine player, is a guy that is making runs into the box all the time, harassing the goalie, getting on the end of crosses, getting a pass with his back to the goal and holding up play and then laying it off for one of these other forwards to get the team moving forward. Right? Big, usually traditionally pretty strong, big guy, tall, heads the ball in like crazy. If you're watching the World Cup right now, look at Olivier Giroud from France, right? That's your like, traditional number nine player, Mm. right? Uh, Somebody like Lewandowski from Poland. He's kind of that player too, even though he's number 10 on the national team. That's fine. Um, He takes that role. Brazil, Rick Charlson, that dude, number nine all day. right? Neymar, dynamic, exciting, not a striker, right? He's like a wing player, a forward, center forward, something like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not a striker. You need this person on your team because you cannot get enough chances at goal if you don't have somebody doing this, right? Even if that, even if in doing that role, they're not scoring all the goals, they are going to create more opportunities for everybody else. Sure. Right. That's their job. They're always going to be moving. Like if you watch France play, or Brazil play like there's always somebody running at the goal yeah like even if there's like some just random whiff of a cross the ball's getting flashed across the net somebody is running at the goal to try to get a piece of that ball and the US does not have that
2: at all ever <laughs> So, so
3: Never. Is, that,
0: is that a wh- why is that is it a, if I'll ask is that a is it is it a hard position to fill? Um, I, I'm just trying to think of other like, options for why that lacks. Is it because the leadership doesn't know what a striker should do? No, I don't think uh, that's is a it. position. Is just it, we've hard had a like, really experienced coach. It's a really hard role to fill. Okay. Right. That is
1: a very specialized role. Right. It's a, it's a tough role to fill because you've got to have really good instincts for where to move. Because in soccer, it's like basketball, kind of, where, like, if that striker is moving somewhere, you, defenders are going to go with him. Mm. And so, like, if you watch France play, I just watched it the other day. That's why I'm talking about this so much. Because, <laughs> like, the France, France's big, like, exciting player right now is Kylian Mbappe. But he's a wing. He plays outside. Right? And mm. he's so fast. And he's so talented. And he's so dynamic. He's a striker. Right? He scores amazing goals, but he's not playing that I'm going to get in the goalie's face. I'm going to bully people role. Right? Mm. <clears throat> he's a dynamic, ball moving guy, which is fun to watch. Right. Obviously, we like that. But yeah. you watch that, you watch them play when Giroud makes runs, people follow him. And now Mbappe has more space to move.
2: Mm. Right. Because they know I can't leave him alone at all. If he right. gets near that ball, it's going
0: in. <laughs> right. It, like it, it, mm. it keeps the other, it keeps them on their, on their toes, basically. Of yeah. Like, it keeps it, the defense adds, really... adds complexity to the, yeah. the uh, strategy that the other team is having to do, knowing that there's a a, a heavy striker, or a, you know, a skilled, a good striker out there yeah. going, we can't risk. To, so what does that, that, that pulls their resources away and they have to play a little bit more defensive constantly. Exactly. Uh, and they can't. Yeah. Okay
1: so a lot of times you'll see these goals where like somebody and in soccer, you need to watch like off the ball. The movement that's happening will kind of clue you in, right? Because somebody has run somewhere and now there's, there's open space because the defense is torn between, do I stay here? Sure. Uh, because now if you're like, if you're playing France, do you, if you put two guys on Mbappe, now somebody else is open somewhere.
2: Right. Hmm. Uh,
1: But you also can't really leave just one guy on him because he will beat them, right? He'll he'll go around him. He's so fast. It's not even funny. So you really are stretching the defense, right? And so that's that's a hard one. And the U.S. does not have that dynamic play, right? Uh, Now, I will say this year, the U.S. was the second youngest team in the World Cup. This is mm. This is good news, right yeah, because especially because last time we didn't even qualify because we were so trash, okay? was we that, had that a bit of a gap <laughs> right? <laughs> a lot of people retired, right A lot of people just retired because they've been playing for so long, right? Yeah, that big. there was a huge, really strong and they all kind of were the same age, <laughs> and they all kind of stopped playing at the same time. Oh. So yeah. there was a bit of a vacuum, right? <laughs> makes it hard. <laughs> that makes it real hard, right? A bit makes sense, right? It's it's totally this is a normal thing, right? It's normal. Yeah. So like the fact that we're such a young team and we did we showed fairly good in the in the group play, right? And then we made it to the first knockout round. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, it's fine. But these people were like, can the US men make it to the semifinals? No. <laughs>
0: No, no, what? You, no, who, what you, <laughs> who have you been talking to? Right? Yeah. What have you been watching? Like what? Right.
1: What are you looking at, man? Like I understand if you watched them beat like some Copa teams or like some Concacaf teams, right? Like, oh, they beat Haiti. Like, yeah, but have you seen, you know, Argentina play? But have also, you seen Uruguay play? Yeah. Have you seen the Belgians play? That was a bad example. The Belgians were really bad this year. But like have you seen some of these other teams at all? Like Mm. (laughs) that's not not gonna go well. Yeah.
2: (laughs) They don't match up.
0: Well, yeah, and that's one of those that's that is a like you like you started off saying I'm going, This is this is interesting. Like, Welcome. Hi, glad to have you here. Uh, let me explain a little bit about the current state of affairs. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> and this year, it's real weird too, right? Because it is in Qatar and you can't have it in the summer because it's literally 12 billion degrees and you right. will just all die of heat stroke.
2: Um, they're playing it in the winter, yeah. but soccer is a
1: winter sport. Mm-hmm. Right? And this is a thing that I think is lost on a lot of people, right? Like, because, like, English Premier League soccer is happening right now. So, this World Cup is also weird because, like, the teams haven't really had a lot of time to practice together because it's in the middle of a season. Yeah. So, like, they had to break from the European season catalog where, like, all these people are playing (laughs) and, like, say, oh, time timeout we're going to go play this tournament. Hold up. And they come back there. So all these they've all been playing at their club teams like not with all these other people. That's why the first round looked real weird, right? Like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> hmm. Like the first round of games, some of them were just like really bad. You're like what? why? Oh, they've been playing together for like 2 weeks. Okay. This makes sense.
2: Oh no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is real bad. So it's at a it's at a strange time. Right? sure so that's a weird thing but but also yeah it's just I, I i'm glad we're enthusiastic right u.s fans are very enthusiastic right u.s soccer has a reputation for being very like never say die right and that's kind of their rep right like we're not giving up we're going for it you know gotcha yeah <laughs> which is good right it's a good quality to have but if you don't have if you don't
2: have that guy it's up there just causing havoc and like getting goals out of nowhere. It's
1: really hard to win a tournament. I mean, Spain got knocked out. They got beat. Morocco beat them on penalties just the other day Mm. because they don't really have a number nine player, you know, like they don't. They, They like Spanish style football is very like, Pass and possession heavy, right? But there's not always that person to give the final pass to, right? They've had trouble with that for a long time, having like that number nine guy. So they won a World Cup before with basically no number nine, but it was dicey and they had to win a bunch of penalty shootouts to do. It (laughs) It was not easy. Yeah, they didn't make it easy on themselves, right? Like they won in 2010, but like, they had Fernando Torres. Fernando Torres, if you're listening. I know you're totally listening. Uh, big fan, by <laughs> the way. Listened? Okay. Big fan. Uh, I know, not on good form in number. No, strikers are also notoriously streaky. Right? They're a player that, like, they're either scoring, like, zero goals or tens of goals. Right? Like, it's, gotcha. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> kind of how... It's just how the position seems to work, right? You're on and you're like really feeling it or you're not. Mm -hmm. And you're just like a little slow and you're kind of missing. And it's like a whole thing. Right. So no, in 2010, Torres was going through like this period where he was kind of like in the lull part. And so he was there though. He was there. He wasn't really, you know, he didn't have a good as tournament as he probably should have, but he was still there in the games and still like, they still had to respect him right he would still be up there like slashing at goal and so the
0: defense still had to be like hmm,
1: i can't leave him open cuz that's not going to be
0: good Yeah, <laughs> no, we've at least so, got to keep a uh, keep our finger on him
1: yeah so we don't have like that guy that can do that in that role like we have some people that are trying right but like if you watch the very final third of us possession like a get ball gets up there and Christian Pulisic gets on the ball, and he tries to do something like really cool, and then like there's a defender in his face because mm. there's nobody in the box, nobody's running at
2: the back post from where he is. Because if somebody was,
1: he would have an outlet to go somewhere, right? Yeah. When the defender closing him down, if he just pops that ball over their head, now they're in trouble because there's a dude over there. Right. Or he kicks or he like passes the ball around them, or he even makes a shot on goal, just shoots it, knowing that there could be somebody up there to either hit the rebound or if it takes a deflection, get a piece of it. Right. But there's not that guy running at the net. We don't
2: have it. And yeah, it is a very skilled position. I think it's just because we don't have a person. Right. It's hard is that to
3: do
0: that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, uh, what and everybody's
1: been watching Ronaldo and Messi for fifteen years, and they just want to be that guy, and they don't want to be. Yeah,
0: (laughs) right. Well, again, it's the it's the uh, some positions have more uh, of the the fame and glory associated with them, right, Uh, as opposed to others, and so I think that kind of does a disservice. To those kind of um, uh, skills, when they see, oh, I want to play soccer. Well, what do they mean, right? They they mean they want to go and be messy, right? That that's what they mean. Um, they don't want to be a quote unquote background player or something like that, who doesn't get the limelight. Uh, it, which, yeah, you know, it's. It I mean, well, that's
1: the other yeah. problem, right? The striker is the guy that's scoring a lot of these goals, right? But it's not always pretty. It's like yes. getting the last touch on the ball taking the header from the cross, right? Something like real crazy. Yeah.
0: Well, so why I, Ooh, Oh man. Um, I know that, um, the U S soccer has been beleaguered for a while. Uh, why, what could be done in your eyes to help elevate soccer to a more, uh, uh, on par with, with, with other sports that Americans tend to, to seek after. Uh, And admire. I I don't know. It's just one of those things like
2: there isn't the. The short answer is
1: there's not as much money being spent on soccer because it's not it doesn't make as much money. Right. Mm. People aren't shelling out to go watch the, you know, Portland, whatever timbers they are going to watch. Like they're paying like stupid amounts of money to go watch the Kansas City Chiefs play football or something like that. Right. So there's just like not the audience is definitely growing and it's definitely way less niche than it used to be. (laughs) Right. So it's just that like the pipeline of getting players interested at younger levels and then like playing in college or whatever and developing and then playing in like leagues because now like before like we had a pretty good team but like, you know 10 years ago most of those guys were playing in the mls that was it like they were not going to europe which is where like the
2: those teams are like the benchmark teams
1: right english premier league the serie a in italy the whatever the spanish league is called or the bundesliga in germany those are like the top tier the best players play there, and so now there's actually quite a few American people that play over there. So, like that's been helping too, like because that like they're good enough to play there. The talent is developing; like they're getting better. They're doing all this stuff. So, like you know, <laughs> but that development from younger age, like getting people interested, doing that stuff, like being able to compete with some of these people in other, like in these big leagues. You know, like literally big league, right? Like, <laughs> has been helpful, right? Because you, you, they've they've been getting better, right? There's a development thing, and it's been improving, right?
0: <clears throat> but you know, so it's
1: it's not a fast process, obviously.
0: No, and and you're right with the like little bit of exposure that um making it this far in the World Cup can do of uh, that can only encourage more people to have more interest.
3: Oh, yeah, definitely, uh, and,
0: and seek right. it out and part and start getting into that, that development, those development programs. Um, so that in another five years or however long, like we're that much further ahead.
2: Yeah. And so it's just, yeah, this is
1: one of those things. Those big, slow building processes. And, and of course, right. It's always hindered by the fact that like bureaucratically, like, Oh, we didn't get these results. We need to change coaches. We need to do this different blah, blah. And you're not getting like, you're always getting the time to like fully go through things. You know <clears throat> they don't always listen to, <laughs> so they're more like, "We want results now." At least used to be, and so they would like do all these crazy things. Like, guys, you know that's not helping, right? Like, you can't just you can't just leave these dudes out of the field forever that have been playing for you know twenty years. Like, you can't do like
0: they. Have, <laughs> we need new people, right? We got, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, what's the what's the plan for that, right? Of going, and that is that is that is hard. And I'm, and I'm again one of the many things I'm glad I'm not in charge of of having that discussion with these star players, with big players of of how do you manage them? Going, okay, like we we need to have that discussion of how much time you don't have with us anymore, right? And what that process, but that what those steps look like of Finding their replacements, but then not just finding their replacements, but then getting them into the the, the team, getting them trained, acquainted uh, with everything. And then having the conversation with that former star going, OK, your time is up, uh, even though you might not want that.
1: Oh, yeah, that's another whole deal. But like.
2: <clears throat> so, yes, that was just my small rant about. Over. Eager expectations for
1: men's World Cup soccer. Why? Where have you been? Well, uh, I don't but... know if you
0: <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not, but um, the U.S. is amazing at all things all of the time. So uh, I don't. Okay,
1: um, I don't understand. What yes, you're saying. that is the perception by many. Um, because it's reality. Yeah, um, well, it's someone's reality. I don't. (laughs) Odd that you would phrase it like that. I don't (laughs) understand. So.
3: (laughs) Uh, It's like.
2: Yes, I'm sure that there's some people out there that think we could just like. Excel at cricket. It's not true. Okay, don't get these delusions, don't be delusional.
0: We uh Yeah. Yeah. Of suddenly just being good at stuff. Yeah, I had that discussion with uh with Lillian today uh about uh she was she was personally feeling uh frustrated about not getting a hundred percent on some of her homework assignments. And uh that the teacher had said maybe she just needs to, you know, slow down. That big word, you it's a big thing. Uh, and there was some there's some frustration about that. And I could tell there's some big emotions in there and had that same discussion of we're not like this is why we're learning, this is where we're going through this process of we we don't know everything and that's okay. And we can try and get better and we can work on it, and that's actually what we're what we want to see is the the working and the focusing and the retooling. Um, to to try and make progress, it's not about the, the grade at the end of the day. It's what did we do to to change that once we learned about something like oh I'm not a good I'm not as good at this as I thought I was. Am I going to immediately throw in the towel, quit, walk away? Uh, that's certainly one way to address some things. Uh, or am I going to go okay? Wh- uh, what does that mean for me now? And what am I going to do? And how am I going to change about that? So. Well we are having those continued conversations.
1: Yeah, that's a hard one for a lot of people. We talk about that in uh, sixth grade as well, mm. right? <clears throat> like, you know, I always like I play it up like really over dramatically and I'll be like, Things I've actually heard from sixth graders and then I like do this whole big spiel about like, This is so hard. I'm quitting, I'm never gonna do anything like <laughs> Guys. What I have this sign in my classroom that says dying is illegal.
2: Now, okay. uh, this is because uh,
1: a couple years ago, my class was the most dramatic group of individuals you would ever hope to encounter in a sixth grade room. And they would always say things like, This is so hard. I'm going to die. <laughs> oh my God. And so I started telling them, that's illegal. You cannot do that. Uh it was mostly just like a quit crying and try. Like, don't just give up when it gets slightly difficult. Right. Yeah. Because that was the, that's what they would do. They'd be like, eh, it's so hard, I can't live anymore. Like, quit. <laughs> <laughs> so I do have a sign that says dying is illegal because they would say that all the time, like, I'm just gonna die. You have a lot of signs in your your classroom I'm learning. You know, it's really important to have signs in your classroom. A lot of teachers have like like useful signs. I have
2: signs that say things like dying is illegal and be a winner not a whiner. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: <laughs> words is hard, right? <laughs> I needed one today saying I had to write on the board, don't eat the science. Uh
2: because we we're, <laughs> uh,
1: we're doing that thing where we build the buildings out of the marshmallows and stuff. Yeah, so I had to make my sign reminder: don't eat the science. Not healthy. Okay, don't. it's been in just multiple sit. people's hands. It's not. No. Oh, no, just gross. save it.
0: Just save it for later. It's fine. Toast no. it. Toast it. Heat treat it. Oh no. Kill the germs, and no. you'll be fine. That's what you should do. I was telling him. <laughs>
1: I did tell them like I was like when I handed them out the first time I was like "All right so don't eat the science number one you won't have any building materials number two a large portion of these have been on the floor everything's fine only one person was hurt but it's not serious they're okay and they were like what are you doing wait wait, sorry what (laughs) I just spilled them when I was counting them it's fine but like I (laughs) I just overplayed it because I wanted to see their faces because it's hilarious.
0: <laughs> how did uh, how did the that bill go this year? Uh we'll find out tomorrow.
1: Oh, ooh, uh, nice. it's varying states of bad currently. Okay. Like I don't really know. It's weird. Like the progress that happens. Like some years, like a bunch of kids do, like really good. This year, it's like, mm, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> our problem solving is not quite as up there as maybe it ought to be. Like. <clears throat>
2: We'll see how it goes. We'll see how they... uh,
1: The marshmallows do, like... Because they're sitting out overnight. They get, like, hard. You know, they kind of start crusting over. Yeah. So that helps kind of with the rigidity of the structure. Sure. So some of the groups we talked about, like,
2: you know, you don't have to build your building standing up. Eh? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Right, like, can lay it on its side, uh, and they were like, Whoa, "Oh, you, what?" Like that kind of blew their minds. Like <laughs> one of them, like their building, it just kept falling, and so I grabbed it and I turned it upside down and just held it there, and you could watch it sort of like accordion itself back out. And they're like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Fixing it." Fixing.
2: And they're like, "I was like, here's what we're gonna do." you are going to hold it
1: like this. And then the other people are going to see where the weak parts are and fix it while you hold it upside down. And they're like, we can't build it upside down. I was like, why? Why not? Why not? (laughs) And they're like,
2: Oh, we can build it upside down. I was like, yeah, Yeah.
1: it's fine. (laughs) It's going to (laughs) be okay. okay. They were kind of looking at me like I was insane. I was like, survive.
2: We're going to be all right.
1: Right just go, go
2: with it. it. Just let it go. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: and they were just like,
2: I don't... What? <laughs> a-
0: amazing what a different perspective can give you.
1: Yeah. Well, one of the kids was like, you know, because she, she's like very artistic, right? I was like, when you draw, do you always draw with your paper
2: right side up? And she was like, no. I was like,
1: yeah. Exactly. Like yes. <laughs> you it's don't smart. always have to just look at this only from one perspective, right? Right. Sometimes, if you need to draw a certain line, you just, it's easier just to turn your paper. Same thing here, right? Some of the kids, they were like, I don't know how I'm going to look at this. Like, it wouldn't, it was having trouble staying up in like one spot, you know? Like, so to just let it sit overnight. I was like, you can lay it down. And they're mm-hmm.
2: like, Really? I was like Yeah. It, it's fine. Like it'll help it stand up tomorrow if you lay it down now. They're like Oh <laughs>
1: There was a lot of these like really like what moments today. So that was good at
0: least, right? We <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you know what? We call multi purpose projects. Uh <laughs>
1: yeah. Perspective man. Yeah. Build your building upside down.
0: It's it's fine. It's not about (laughs) the building. That's your next book. Build it upside down. Build your book. Build your building. That is a good one. Hmm.
1: Okay. Get on that.
0: that. That would definitely be... That'd be a good talk for like a business conference to be the well-actually guy to come in True, build it up to now.
1: True. I'll help you write that speech if you
0: want. Thanks. I'll co-present thanks. it with you. Okay. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. I <clears throat> actually, actually do have to give a talk in March. It's coming up All right. very soon. So <laughs> That's true. <laughs> didn't... Oh, no. Why is it so right around the corner? Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> Megan and I are actually going to be co-presenting and I I'm not 100% sure how we're going to manage this it's because she loves talking and wait because she loves (laughs) (laughs) well I don't want it to be like us tag teaming time behind a podium because that's really boring oh yeah definitely Um, like nobody wants that to be like hi I will present for the first seven minutes and then I will step back and Megan will come in and keep talking for me. Oh, no. It needs to be much more dynamic than that. <laughs> yes, it must be. Like, so, bang, 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 back forth, back forth. Well, like, I'm, I'm envisioning more of us just like sitting down, like, on some chairs, uh, having a conversation, but like a scripted conversation between her and I about a particular topic, which is something that we do, like, she and I talk about stuff all the Time together, so trying to script out something to have it flow a little bit more, so it sounds more natural and less presenty yeah. to the audience. The more conversation, much more conversational. Um, because I, I can't, I can't just do a straight talk. So it's not, no, not it's in not my repertoire. Exciting. It's not what I do. uh <laughs> Like the last talk I gave, some guy uh a guy in the audience came up and was like, Really good performance? I don't know what to say. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I, was, I was like, Yes, like it's exactly what I what I wanted you to say. I didn't want you to say good talk. Like <laughs> Would you rather me stand up here and read my slides to you? <laughs> I hate that so much. Well, well, I, I I intentionally, it was, I think it was really funny when they were like, the last talk, well, we need your slide deck, you know, X number of day weeks before presentation. And I was like, okay. Uh, and I sent it to them, and there was 11 slides, and they were not, there was, they were just pictures. Wait, was, was, say, was it was just pictures? Like, it was, there was <laughs> no words. Some of them made no sense they were just, there was no sense to the photos at all because. Hey. Was, because they didn't have the context yet. They didn't have the context of like, this photo is a main point in the text that I'm going to be getting to. Uh, but, is there anything more
1: satisfying than like you're just presenting and then you say something and you just like click your little button and then boom, the next slide is the thing you were talking
0: about. Like, oh my gosh. That's pretty great.
1: Right? I like doing that.
0: It feels so good. That my
1: that's why I do my science because all the time I'm like, you might be wondering what all this is leading up to. Boom. Boom. And then there it is. There's Done. our point right there. It's great. Yes. But yes. So good. It's very, yeah. it's very anticlimactic when I have checked my email and not clicked back into my presentation. And oh, I'm my. like, Click. Ah. Click, click, yeah. click. Dang it. Like, I gotta go. <laughs> anyway, I one to, like, moment, please. Scurry back to my computer and click on it and like, ah, yes, there you go. Yeah. Because no, I split just... my monitor between my, like, my presenting screen and then my desktop monitor, right? It's uh-huh. split between there. So sometimes my mouse is on the wrong thing, and it, it's yeah. just so anticlimactic. It's so upsetting.
0: <laughs> well, something as simple as like saying the phrase, and before I leave, I want to give you five things that you can start doing today. And when you say the word five things, you push a button, and there's a picture of somebody holding up a, their five fingers behind you. Yeah. Uh, right. Timing. That's it's all about it. Timing. Yeah, there's and there's no text, and it's just someone holding up five fingers out in front of their face, and you just keep talking, and it's like what's behind on the screen. You don't care. You just keep walking, and you keep presenting. You know, it's just that's an accessory to what's happening everywhere else. And I, 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 yeah, it's (laughs) though I like giving those kind of talks where um the what's on behind the screen. And and I and I've given the other kind of talks too. I've given the extremely heavy data talks. Here's I have got to dissect what's on the screen behind us with this graph and figure. Those are perfectly fine. It's good. That's what the
1: laser pointer is good for.
0: Yeah. And I have a giant I have a green I have a green laser pointer that can be that we I shine at stars Uh, every (laughs) night. Right. And that's what I bring in and it blinds everybody. Like I, those those kind of talks are totally fine. There's there's a rhyme and reason for those. But to treat every presentation like, hey, I know this, I know this diagram is really confusing, so we're going to break it down over the next fifteen minutes. Like nobody, <laughs> like that's like that's oh my goodness, time and place for that. Here's time an idea. Here's an idea. Make a better diagram. The number of times right while like... <laughs> going through graduate school, the phrase this one's a little bit confusing. Let me break it down for you. That Almost every graduate student would say that phrase <laughs> or even visiting professors who are showing stuff. That that was their phrase. And it was supposed... Part of it is this... I, I, part of it is very um, a... Look how smart I am with the kind of data that I deal with. Is that you don't even know half the things that I'm going to pull from this yeah. graph right now. <laughs> You think it's just not? Like a- just wait, right? Soon, <laughs> so you seven put that- different things are going to be circled up here, and we're going to have some big takeaways. Like, it's very... <laughs> part of it yeah. is very uh, 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 a peacocking. That's true. Method. You're kind of sitting there going, like, weird flex, but okay. Yes, it's, uh, pretty, like, it's like- much, pretty much what it is. It's definitely a weird flex around graphs. It's just...
1: <laughs> but I mean, a lot of my graphs are probably confusing to the kids because they're in sixth grade and we're not really great at graph reading. So I like to say things like, all right, when you look at this graph, what do you see? Yeah. And we break it down. Yeah. Right. Go the <laughs>
0: other way around. The other, the other so half. What do I, what do my exes say? <laughs> what is my half is title. Yeah, title. <laughs> <laughs> Let's really dive into this.
1: It's, there's the, there's hey, the. We talk about that all the time. Side note, but we, I can't I, the, the joke works man the think like a scientist joke it lands and it works they get it right they're like okay we need to think like a scientist what would you call this like green
2: stick and they're like green stick boom
1: nailed it (laughs) right like the, the joke really lands like tell me exactly what this is uh huh Right. We even talk about when we're naming presentations, like we just did one about inventions, like Mesopotamian inventions. And they'd be like, What should I name it? I was like, I don't know. What should you name a presentation about Mesopotamian inventions? And they were like,
0: Mesopotamian inventions. I was like, Yep. Boom. That's it. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> we ju- I just went through this process with Lillian. She was learning about the eight different species of sea turtles and their names. And one of them was like, what do you, it was, it, which is a, a thing that they do a lot, especially when they're learning about am, animals. They have a, a, a sheet with a big bubble and some blank spaces next to it. And it's you write the organism in the bubble and then you write an interesting factoid about it right next to it. And then the kids go to class and they all share the facts that they've learned about them. And uh, they were learning about the black sea turtle uh, and yeah exactly she, she was <laughs> like she was like what color is it dad and i was like well <laughs> what do you what's think what's it what's its, it's good read what do you think the color of the shell could be the carapace could be based on its name and there was a pause and she went black and i was like you know actually yes <laughs> actually it <laughs> it's, is it's really really dark it's all it's it's very very dark <laughs> It just made me smile, yeah, I like doing
1: things like that, like I can't remember what it was the other day, but it's like it's always stuff oh. like that. you're like it's the one horned rhino so called yeah. because it has one horn, and they're like <sighs>
0: <laughs> the or or the uh the flat back sea turtle it, it oh, yeah. was like it was like, well, there was a question, it was like, what's the shape of its of its back and it was like, I don't know, and I was mm. like, hmm tell <laughs> I think you I, might. <laughs> anyway, we're just gonna we're gonna go a lot slower. You know, we're just gonna read back through this. You know, <laughs> this is important. This is an important clue to the rest of our lives of like looking at names and going, names have meanings, and I'm gonna you know, gonna run with this. So <laughs> it was, that was fun. That was fun. But yeah, the, the I mean, there's the there's when you're when people present the graphs. There's the. They try and make them more more complex so that they sound super smart and important. And then there's the other half of like they're just really bad at making graphs because yeah, they just the graph take, is just made wrong. And you're they like, they just mm. they just take whatever the stats program spits out to them and they don't think a second more about it. Of going, how can I make this less confusing? I like my they, favorites
1: are the ones that should be two graphs, right? Oh yeah, and they like have. The weird thing, and then there's like a scatter plot on top of it, and you're like, "What? Yeah, isn't it? they have like two. It's the ones that have like the two y axes, right? So their graph isn't. It's like a U shape, or there's like a a y an axes on the left, and then another axis on the right. Uh huh. And then there's the the x across the bottom, and so the graph is all wonky looking, and you're just like, "Yeah." Yeah. Would it have killed you to make two graphs? Really? <laughs> I mean like I this overlay
0: is just not good. Like what you are see you see that a lot with like they're trying to show the relationship of temperature and precipitation over yes, time. Yes. yes. Like, that's, that's what a, I was thinking of, actually. That's <laughs> a very common one, right? Where you're like, huh, but uh my other my favorite. I can one. put these two graphs side by side. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> no.
1: And I, I can still see, see the relationship. We are <laughs> conserving. If I use X. the same scale. I could st- <laughs>
0: Yeah. You know, y axes are very common. X axes, very, they're endangered actually. So we have to conserve them as oh, much as yes. possible. Yeah, there's and, so many. So many. Uh, my my favorite one was when they would do the scatter plot and they would do a multi-factor analysis, but they would leave. So when you generate that, it generally get you get all these little arrows that show the strength of the relationship for the the uh, the the x vari- the y variables uh, yes, yes, pulling I it know. right. Yeah. But they would just they'll awful. just leave. They look like a
1: those look they start looking like a wind shear chart from the, like a weather station. Yeah. Right? That's what they look like with all these arrows like everywhere. It looks like it looks like I should be able to map pressure lines on it.
0: Like as <laughs> <it's> well. <what, laughs> my my favorite is whenever they would throw A 100 different variables at it and see if they could find a relationship. And then what they would do is they would just leave all 100 variables on it, but only focus on the two that were actually statistically significant. And you end up with every question that would follow from that is, well, what about, what about, what about, what about, what about, what about, or can you really, like, there are so many questions. It was like, just get rid of everything that didn't fit the model. And show that and then show what it looked like with the full model and then with the more with the significant there, model. Even better, there are also
1: mathematical formulas that you can plug this data into and it will give you a number, like plus or minus something. Oh, sure. That will yeah. just tell you <laughs> how correlated the two <laughs> things are. And you don't need a graph. Yeah. And so if you're going to be just like, Throwing darts at a wall, all you really need to do is run this equation multiple times. It's like these correlation coefficient equations, right? Yeah, and you can mathematically determine if they're related, and then if they're not, leave them off your graph. Just done. Yeah. Like you don't, yes. you don't even have to. Like the you by hand the- equation is not long. I mean, it's yeah. tedious, but it's annoying. <laughs> but you can just. F- Feed it into a computer and it will go point 0.2. Oh and what, they're very and what, related. Okay,
0: <laughs> keeping that variable. Next. And what you do, <laughs> I mean, I, I my my advisor would always say like, determine is this a, a graph? Is this a figure? Is this a table? Some right. of them should be tables. Most of the like the table, like the coefficient. A lot stuff, of them should be tables. That's a table. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, like And that's what, that's definitely where I would just find myself asking, like really asking that question of like, what is the purpose of me trying, what what am I, what am I trying to tell? What story am I trying to tell with this? Going, oh, I'm just trying to do a big data dump to show, hey, and here's everything. That's a table, right? That's just a table. table. Just because all tables can be graphs doesn't mean (laughs) they should. Yes. Right. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, tables, foundation of graph, absolutely understand. Sometimes we don't need to make that next step and yes. we don't need to try. <laughs> um, yeah, I love the, like, see table 4.9 and it's just, it's just a dump of all the variables and everything yeah. there. Your table can be as big as you want. Yeah, it's right. wonderful. It's much easier what? to highlight tables.
2: Right. You can just go in and go, "Ooh, look at this row, <laughs> you
0: know. And it's great for the people who go. Okay, did you actually account for X? Okay, yes, I go I to your table C, and I can see yeah. <laughs> your list of everything, and then I can like. It just it really helps for the um for the review of information, and so that it's not a, a disgusting graph with like five different uh you know keys and different stuff up there. It's just well, like, yeah, and you
1: can have that big like table, like the big ones, like you can just put those at the end. Yeah. Right. And you can, yeah, like you said, you can just reference it. You don't have to like make it front and center. The graphs that you want, then you put them in your thing. And then you can be like, if you're interested, see a table attached for whatever. Yeah. Right. But the relevant data is here. Boom. This is what I want to focus on. This one graph.
2: (laughs) Only
3: at a time.
0: (laughs) So that asking those questions whenever you have data or information to present, I think, of just just taking that step and going, how does this need to be shown? And then and then there's always an option of it doesn't need to be shown. Sometimes this is just verbal. Sometimes this is just written. Uh, and maybe if it's super important, I reinforce it with with a visual display. Uh, but that that really to me changes how you give. A talk, how you give a presentation. Whenever you, whenever you think about how is this information going to be? Does it need to be conveyed to this particular audience? Given the context of, I, I think of like the so the talk that Megan and I are supposed to be giving. It's the last talk of the day. Okay, oh. it's at five o'clock at night. It goes five to six. The main <laughs> performance, yes. Like, like this is we are the we are the one thing. Like, I hate giving the talk. Oh, that's you're like being the th- you're the thing between them and dinner. Oh no, yes. <laughs> that's a lot. La- you never want to be the thing between some between somebody and food. Like that is the last thing you think want. think of it this way, Colin. You're the headlining act, <laughs> right?
1: The so, main act goes on last, right? Yeah, you know
0: Led Zeppelin's not opening for anybody. Except except these people have been uh, we have had openers since 9 (laughs) a.m. It's like a festival. It is a festival like a festival. Right. It's It's like a a festival. festival.
1: So like you know they're staying to see the big band going at the end. (laughs) That's you. No pressure. But you are Oh, it's fine. Who did I see last? The dropkick Murphy's of the festival. You know
0: what? I only said that, that because I
1: saw them at Warped Tour War one year, and they were the last band to go on. I was just thinking through my head of like, who else was there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no idea. So, uh yeah, that's a really good point. Of uh, of maybe we should, yeah, five to six. I, I, really? They was the last, yeah, last day on the. It's the last time on the. Oh, and it's and it's the yeah, so We oh gosh, Uh... It's the last we're the last speakers on the second day. And Oh the, the headline, headline. Yeah. Man. And and the next day just has like two I speakers feel like in Hendrix the at Woodstock. This is what so <laughs> really and that's the other thing of thinking about like, okay, I I'm intentionally now putting together my talk given what information that they've probably seen. Right in previous uh, making sure I don't duplicate or maybe I point out information but uh, you know but is it
1: one of those things where everybody goes to every talk or is it like an open
0: format no it's everybody goes to every talk that's the other thing that is very weird for me of I'm used to going to conferences where it is definitely multi-track of like at nine o'clock you can choose seven different things But no, this is everybody's in the same room. <laughs> that's rough. So, um, so I know when what other people have seen because there are only so many options.
1: That's true, yeah. Because <laughs> I've also seen them all. Ex-
0: <laughs> exactly. So then I'm going. I know. Like we're gonna put together this talk. We're gonna have it down and blah blah. blah. And then as I'm listening to people, it's like, well, I gotta change that. Like uh, that. I'm just that's just how I do. And so uh, yeah. Uh, Anyway, we're trying to make sure that this is engaging and not a just boring talk because that's
2: not what I want. Like it would be gross. True, very
0: true. So right now we have you know, the plan is this is the this is the plan. So the title is. Um, we and this is the other thing is that we were given this title. (laughs) Oh what? (laughs) They they said How horrid is that? I mean, I will say, I will say, we were very, very thankful. They reached out to us and they invited us. We did not apply. They said, Hey, we would like for you to come and speak on this topic. Um, you can't even like change the title a little bit. Like, well, no I mean, creative license. The title was yeah. is, "Is Life as a Pet Sitter" or "Life of a Pet Sitter," which is okay. kind of like like okay, yes. like very generic. Um, so, what what we're going to do
1: is Here's your opening line. Don't worry, I don't actually sit on your pets.
0: Well, no, because Dang it. this is two this <laughs> is two other pet sitters. So it's a pet sitter conference. Oh, um, okay, which See, also makes important. this hard yes. because. They're pet sitters, so like they know what the life of a pet sitter is yeah. like. Right? They're not, they're not. But what I'm gonna do is um because <clears throat> Megan and I were like, what do what do we talk? What do we bring to this? And I said, Aha. Here's what makes us different. We don't have to bring anything of our own. Uh I have interviewed
1: two hundred. Seven
0: thousand people. people. <laughs> <laughs> so all I'm gonna do is we're going to have five points. Each that starts with a P because we're pet sitters, and uh, the te- it's going to be the <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be the takeaway from an interview that we did, like a one word summary that that person either exemplified or um, struggled through or was trying to learn themselves, and we can pull that. Talk about that. Their lessons are be are you know. Share some of our own takes on it, and then go on to the next thing. But have a conversation about lessons that we've learned from others in kind of that little context and, and structure.
1: So, okay, this this makes some sense, I guess. Okay, <laughs> it's not. It's like it's not the day in your life. It's an amalgamation.
0: Yes. Of- exactly that's the key of like of we only have so many experiences uh like it's uh it's so we're kind of going like what do we what do we talk about well let's pull from lives of you know other other sitters that we've had connection with and done interviews with and have learned from uh and what did i let me see if i can pull up the text that i have um Oh <clears throat> well, right now I just have I just have three, but it's the pitfalls, the passion, and people in the life of a pet sitter. Uh, is
2: three? one of them? What could be other P's for pet sitting?
1: Oh, I guess just P. Yeah, <laughs> right. That could be one. <laughs> uh,
0: you could <laughs> But I think yeah. I, so well, I'm, I'm I'm just writing this kind of like okay, Pit we're falls? talking about. What? Pitfalls. Pitfalls. I do yeah. have pitfalls. Pitfalls. Pitfalls, passion, and people. So basically, under each pitbulls. one of those, bulls, passion, people, pitfalls. Pomeranians. Pomeranians. Oh, so now what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be doing uh, I'm going to abstract this one more level, <laughs> and I'm going to talk about pit bulls for pitfalls. I'm going to talk about Pomeranians and people, and then I'm going to talk about passion and pugs. Pugs. See... See what I've done now. Yeah, See what we've done. Other dog breeds start <laughs> with Right,
1: poolies That's a Poodles. Uh, this yeah. is great.
0: This is so, wonderful. So, <laughs> Pembroke corgis. What I... corgis. Yeah, Corgis. Por- Porgies. Yeah, Porgies. <laughs> okay. So that's what I have pointers to do. Pointers. Yeah, right. wow, there's there's lots. We're getting too enthusiastic about this. We're done. Yeah, <laughs> see, but see, that's what I do. Is I sit here and all of a sudden I'm like, okay, now I have to, I have to make this work and find these connections and then present it. And so obviously, when we're talking about you know different topics, there's gonna be different photos of dogs up on the screen that that uh, exemplify what we're talking about. Plus, the person who we are learning from. True. Uh, to kind of have that discussion of... Because I, I kind of I thought about it in that context of like, I sit with Megan all the time and I go, who was that person who we interviewed about the thing and they live in New York? And she'll be like, oh, that was Sam. And I'll be like, yeah, she was really good about this kind of thing and blah, 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 blah. So try, that's what I'm saying. like Trying to pull a little bit of that aspect into it of of our conversations and how we talk about and reflect on things that we are... Learning and um and
1: seeing happening.
2: Yeah, that'd be pretty good.
1: <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. Also, don't. if you Google dog breeds that start with P, there's like twenty. So you can just throw oh, those in here. No, well, I'm just going to Pyrenean Shepherd. Oh, right, Plot Hound, Portuguese Water Dog. Boom! Look at this,
0: <laughs> Portuguese the Papillon. Why yeah, the we... Papillon,
1: of course. Oh. Pekingese, how did I forget the Pekingese? I'm sorry, Pekingese. I okay. did not mean to do that. Okay,
0: well, and everyone's I was favorite, gonna write these pe- down. Pet- but now beso- i beso- Griffon Vendillon. Of course, I'm just going to include a link to that article.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, a piebald doctor. Oh. I didn't start thinking about party cavaliers. Yeah.
0: yeah. <clears throat> Polish Tatra sheepdog, Pompey. Well, anyway, we could read a (laughs) little brother special reading internet lists on a podcast. (laughs) That is true. It's what we're known for.
1: It is. is. Apparently, people in Bangladesh just love it. So, (laughs) oh my gosh, shout
0: out Bangladesh. What's up? Uh, Very very important. So. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, so working on that. Uh we'll see where that leads. Uh we'll do some more learning about soccer. Oh my gosh, I want to talk to you about the uh open CGP uh AI chat. Uh we'll cover all that next time. So, uh okay. I have no idea what that is. So now I'm- Oh. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good. Do I need to do ter- more work on ta- that. Or it like- actually actually terrifying. Oh, dear. but. It's fine. fine. <laughs> uh, take a quick takeaway uh, based on this chat bot is chat GPT. I said it wrong the first time. Anyway, you sign up for a free account. Uh, you ask it any question. It's an AI. So it pulls from all of the internet knowledge as of 2021 is the data set that oh, this, no. this is working with. Um, they have now had since two more releases and the, this is, the third generation is going to be coming out soon. It's supposed to be just absolutely insane. Ask this any question. Ask it all those writing prompts that you would get in high school that were like compare and contrast to the blah 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 blah. Type that into this. It will give you an answer um, written in a very like. It's all you cannot tell if this was not this, this was not written by a human. You Cannot. What's important though is that this is a predictive text AI uh, so it is not actually assimilating learning and then spitting it back out it is looking at the information and then basically summarizing and paraphrasing based off what it expects to see in relationship to certain topics and spitting that out so it gets things hilariously wrong at times yeah. um, <laughs> it
1: has potential to break enormously like...
0: but uh, it is Fascinating to play with, um, yeah. Yeah. So you can add. Sorry, ugh, I'm, I'm I'm hitting all sorts of stuff now. Um, <laughs> so this is something you should definitely play around with. Okay, um, I will uh, try to remember to do that before next time. We'll chat. Go from there, Chat GPT. uh It's kay. the same. It's made by the same people who are making the Dolly two. Uh, image oh, okay. AI, yeah. Uh, so they're basic. Except this is text-based, so it's 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 just ch- it's a chat. So you can ask a question and give a response, and it just goes back and forth. Um, it's not actually learning from you, and it's not trying to interact with you like some of those other creepy AIs. This is yeah. purely I give him I give an input and it spits something back at me. Uh, so it's um it's 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 a lot of fun. So anyway, that's that's all. Uh, Very awesome. odd. All right. I, double plus good uh there you go uh, there's our dystopian future ahead of us be nice uh, to yes. your ai be nice to your ai overlords please uh <laughs> skynet wouldn't be nearly as cranky if we would have said please to alexa oh times. yes, that's truly, all i'm saying surely saying anyway well we'll uh, <laughs> wrap it up there and uh we'll uh, we'll see what happens next time all right <laughs> love you Love me too.
1: bye Right.